conforms to the Sunnah Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. To that extent, it will enhance the quality of the salah. If the wudu is made haphazardly, this will impact on the salah as well. Sir Muslim Muhammad was once somebody questioned and asked him that what is the ruling regarding using more than necessary water in wudu israf, wasting water while taking wudu. This is something which has been reclaimed from the Hadith Harim when the East Law says that even if you are at the bank of a river also, <coughs> don't waste water while taking wudu. It's israf even in that situation. So when this question was posed to him, he said, well, Israf is not permissible, it's haram. So the person asked that, this is obvious, this is something well known to those who are sitting here in the gathering. What the actual purpose of the question is, does this Israf in Wudu have any impact on the Salah? So he replied and said, yes, that Israf in the Wudu will deprive a person of Khushu and Wudu in the Salah. So the wudu has a direct link to the salah. It's the key to salah. It has an impact on the quality of the salah also. <coughs> so to the extent that the wudu will be performed in conformance to the sunnah of the Prophet to that extent it will enhance the salah. And among the things to be conscious about, one is to avoid all kinds of worldly talk, any worldly talk, during wudu. And together with that, to try to recite the Masnoon du'as. And one very simple Masnoon du'a, which is the Sunnah du'a actually, is this du'a that Nabi Sallallahu taught, which is very, very comprehensive. All the du'as of Rasulullah Sallallahu are du'as also on the one hand, together with being du'a, these are ta'limat. There's great lessons in them. And these are things that link a person to Allah Tabarakullah. So in this simple dua, Allahumma khirli zambi, wa wasi'li fi dari, wa barikli fi rizqi. Actually in this short dua, very simple words, how long it takes to even learn it if a person doesn't know it. But actually everything of deen and dunya has been asked for here. And a person is wife performing wudu, and every, every time is washing any love. And in reciting this, there are other things that can be recited as well. But this is such a simple thing, established of the Sunnah directly. So, he's asking all his needs of dunya and akhirat in here. So, in the first part of it, Allahumma khirli gamdi. Ya Allah, forgive my sins. One is that when a person is making wudu, in the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, that as he washes each limb, then the sins of that limb are washed away. He washes his face, the sins committed by the eyes, etc. is referred to all the minor sins. That ma'akiri qataril ma, as the last drop of water falls of that lum, the last sin also is washed out. He washes his hand, as the last drops fall of the hand, the last sins will be washed out. And they were those great personalities who could actually see the effect of that sin getting washed away the water. So, this is one thing that's mentioned. Together with that, a person is making this dua and making the niyat of Toba in it. Allahumma khilli dhabdi. So, let alone his sagayir and minor sins, with this niyat, inshallah, he is making Toba, the major sins are getting washed away. So, if his sins are getting forgiven, 
his dunya and akhirat is already made. So the person who is in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala and he's forgiven by Allah Ta'ala, he's made tawbah now. He made a mistake but he's made tawbah, he's come back into the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. He's under the shadow of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. The person who is under the shadow of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala, his dunya is made. And his akhirat is made too. So already this is the first thing. Because sins, sins become the barrier to the good even in dunya. It become a problem in akhirat. But even in dunya, you know, Hadith Sharif Nabi Wasallam says that a person is deprived of risk min rambin yusibuhu as a result of a sin that he has incurred. The risk, sustenance of a person was being descended. That sustenance which is filled with barakat. And as it was coming down for him, he got caught up in some haram. As a result, that risk was uplifted. There are so many other issues that a person faces directly because of his sins. So, this is the first thing. Allah Akhirli Rabbi. So, why making wudu a person is getting his sins forgiven? Minor sins, major sins. Then, Wasti'li fi dari. Ya Allah, make my home spacious for me. Does it mean that if a person is living in a small little shack, now that must suddenly become a mansion? That's not something that's going to practically happen all the time. Sometimes, over time, it might happen over somebody. But this is not what is the real reference here. What is really meant is that that home becomes a place of sukoon for the person. It becomes, that house becomes a home. Many a times, a person has a house, but he has no home. He has a house, he has a building, he has walls, he has the comforts and luxuries in there. He has all the material things that are generally desired in that structure. But the person still feels he has no home. Because there is no sukoon in there. It's a place that's on fire in a figurative sense. There is just no peace for him. There is no serenity. He is waiting when he can run out of this place. Now that is not a home. It's a house. <coughs> How can this house be transformed into a home? A place of sukoon. A place of tranquility. A place when a person feels, when he walks in he feels comfortable. So now this is the dua that is being made. Ya Allah, make this home, make this house of mine a home. Make this a place of sukoon and comfort. If it's big or small, but it's a place where I feel comfortable. Where the person doesn't feel like he's out of place, like a fish out of water in there. So this is what a wonderful dua. If a person has comfort in his home, then he has everything. Otherwise, no matter how big it is, he's suddenly feeling like constrained in there. He's feeling claustrophobic. He wants to move out of it. So this is the second aspect. And then the third thing, Ya Allah, grant me barakat in my risk. So already by making dua to have his sins forgiven, this already is the path of getting barakat. But now over and above that, a specific dua, Ya Allah, give me barakat in my risk. One is to aspire for what is termed as kasrat. That a person is aspiring for the numbers to increase. I must have more and more. But if that number increases without burden, if that number increases with burden, mashallah, then that will make his dunya and akhirah. But if that numbers increase without burden, 
then that will become musibat. Barakat is the thing to aspire. When there is barakat, it brings muhabbat. When there is barakat, it becomes a source of sukoon. When there is barakat, it will make his dunya an akhirah. It will get used in the right channels. It will become a means of a blessing for him, for his family, for his neighbors, for his extended family, for his community, for the ummah at large. When there is barakat. When there is barakat, it will get used in helping the poor, helping the needy. He will also enjoy it. And others will also enjoy it. It will become a means of assisting in the work of deen. And he will get spent in the cause of deen. And it make his akhirat. This is the thing to aspire for barakat. This aspect of barakat, one incident that Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah mentioned in Fazayi Sadaqat, that one person made a, his father, the father had four sons, father became very ill. So the one son said to the other three sons, that look, let's make a agreement. Either you take care of our father, when he passes away, I'll take the whole estate. Everything I'll keep for myself. And otherwise, if you want to be turning around, you keep, I will take all the khidmat. And when he passes away, you take the whole estate. So they thought this fellow probably something is not right with him, but why must we lose out of the bargain? Very good, you keep it. You, you make the khidmat. And we'll keep the estate. So very well, he started devoting himself to the khidmat of his father. And time went on. Eventually, sometime later, the father passed away. So the father passed away, the other three sons took the whole estate. This was the agreement. And he's down and out. So, one day he sees a dream. This is in the Hadith Sharif, Musan of Abdul Razak. This is where the narration is. And Nabi Salaam is relating this to the Sahaba Ikram. That this person sees a dream. And in the dream, he's being told now he's in difficult circumstances. His heart presses. And in the dream, he sees he's being told that in a certain place there's a hundred dinars, hundred gold coins. It's for you, you can take it. So the first question he asks is, is there barakat in it? Hmm. So he's told, no, there's no barakat. He says, I don't want it. He wakes up in the morning and he remembers his dream, so he mentions it to his wife. This is what I dreamt last night. So she says, what barakat are you talking about? We don't have food to eat. Go bring the hundred dinars with her. Please, we'll have food to eat. We're talking about barakat. Big, big stories we're talking about. He says, no, 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 barakat in it. I don't want it. The next night he sees the dream again. This time he's told there's ten dinars there, ten gold coins now. You want to take it? His immediate question again, is there barakat in it? He says, no, there's no barakat in it. I don't want it. Now the next morning again he remembers the dream. Again the same conversation with his wife. I don't want it. Now the last, third night he sees the dream again. This time there's one dinar left there. You want to take it. So he says, one dinar, there's barakat in it. So he says, there's barakat in it. So now the next morning again he remembers his dream. He goes, according to the way he was explained in the dream. He finds it exactly like that. So he brings it. This is risk from Allah Ta'ala. It wasn't in anybody's private property or anything. So as he's coming back, somebody is selling fish. Person is selling two fish. How much is this fish for? One dinar. There's the one dinar, he buys the two fish. Now, he comes to those two fish home and splits it to clean it up. In each fish, there's a priceless pearl. At that time, the king decides he wants to buy a pearl. Who put it in the king's heart at that time only? 
that you also buy a pearl, it must be something unique. Allah Ta'ala is the provider. Allah Ta'ala made that fisherman come in his path. Allah Ta'ala provided him with that one dinar to walk along that same road to buy those two fish. And there's thousands, millions of fish in the sea. Allah Ta'ala made those fish swallow the pearls which will come in this fisherman's hands and who will come in this person's path. Allah Ta'ala is the provider. Now the king wants to buy this pearl. So eventually that these people come and find this pearl by this person here. They buy for 30 mule loads of gold. 30 mule loads of gold. The king sees that pearl, he says, this is unique. Now, Allah Ta'ala puts another thought in his mind. Who put the thought? Allah Ta'ala put it. When Allah Ta'ala wishes to give somebody, he give it in a unique way to. Allah Ta'ala puts it in the heart, king's heart. This is such a unique pearl, but it doesn't look right without a pair. You must have another one. So now they come back to him, there's another one. If you have another one, you're ready to pay double. You're ready to pay double, is double, another 60 mule loads of gold. So that two mule, that two pearls, the sum total was 90 mule loads of gold. But where it came from? It came from Barkat. And that Barkat came from where? That he dedicated himself to his father's khidmat at the time when he needed him. Now this was the requirement of deen. This was his priority. This was what Allah Ta'ala's command is. All these ayat which deal about how to deal with the parents. So, this is where Barakat came from, from fulfilling Allah Ta'ala's command. So, Barakat is in Deen. Barakat is in the Amal of Deen. Barakat is in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Barakat is in following the, the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Barakat is in suppressing that desires to get involved in something that is not in accordance with Deen. The temptation to now make a quick buck, but that is not in order. So now, when a person restrains himself from what is impermissible, Allah Taala gives him in a permissible way. It won't always happen in such a dramatic manner. Otherwise, every person big fishing now is waiting for the fish with the pearl. It doesn't happen always in such a dramatic way, but it comes. It comes in various ways. It won't always be so visible that this is the good deed a person did. And this is the return he got in dunya already, let alone what's in akhirat. It won't always be possible to link it, but it is there. It comes in various ways. Sometimes it will come to him directly. It will come in the form of that peace and sukoon in his house, in his home, in his children, in his own life. It will come in the form of the progress in deen, the dog of the, of getting closer to Allah, Ta'ala will open up to him. What greater ni'mah can they be? The, the barakat doesn't necessarily have to come in material form. Greater than material form is it comes in the form of the, the tawfiq of deen. That Allah Ta'ala opens a doorway to a person to now to become closer to him, to get more occupied in the work of deen, get occupied in the amal of deen. That is barakat, that is a real barakat. So this simple dua is asking for all this. And this enhances that wuzu so much. اللهم اغفر لي ذنبي ووسع لي في داري وبارك لي في رزقي doesn't take any time, any effort, no money spent and so much to gain in it 
And then this wudu will then impact on the salah positively. And all our needs of deen and dunya are being asked in the simple dua. Allah ta'ala give us all the tawfiq that we practice on all these simple <coughs> descriptions of Rasulullah sallallahu and we take the maximum benefit. Allah ta'ala give us the barakat of the dunya also and the asal thing is the akhirat. Wa akhirat da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Subhanallah alhamdulillahi wa 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 alhamd